comparison ruins everything. Yeah. Literally nothing good comes from me comparing myself to anyone or anything. Welcome to The Right Now Show. My name is Zach Day, and this podcast is for anyone that will never stop climbing the mountain of life. People that always have that next goal, that next dream. People that don't want to have any regrets on their deathbed. And we're going to have real, deep, and unfiltered conversations with people that we take inspiration from and just have them share their story and their knowledge so that we can gain perspective on life. So explain to me, like, how did you get into, you know, becoming an RN? Like, what made you go down that path? So I actually didn't want to go to college at all, which is funny. Like, I was like, I'm never, I'm going to make music and that's it. And I'm not going to even try college out. But where I went to high school, we got like two for years at a community college. And my parents were like, you want to make music? That's fine. But like, you also have to take advantage of like the two for years, like get a business degree, get whatever you want to get. But mm. you have to like at least try it. And then I was like, um, fine, I'll go. And then I wanted to be a dietitian. Like I changed my mind because I was like, as much as I love music, it might not be as easy as I think it's going to be. Sure. So I went, was thinking of being a dietitian. And then I somehow, somewhere changed my mind. I think like my junior year of high school. And I was like, I'm just going to like get into nursing because my oldest niece was born and I like loved the way the hospital worked. And I was mm. like, okay. I'll try it. And then it's like the there, hardest thing you can pick. Right. Right. Yeah. So like from someone who didn't want to go to college to that. And do you have like a, like a certain passion with it? Like, do you just like want to like help save people's lives? Is that kind of what it is? Or? Yeah, I think that, and I like the critical thinking aspect of it. Like I like yeah. anything that's going to make me really think about things and reflect on things and mm. nursing does just that. Yeah. I feel like with that, first of all, I think like we don't give enough respect to the people that are out there doing what you do. Oh, thank you. Um, Because, like, you guys are literally, like, doing God's work, you know? <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you're saving lives. You're caring for people at their worst. And then also, like, the families on the side as well. Right. What unit do you work in? I work in a cardiac neurology unit. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, like, what lights you up about it? Um, I think, like, granted, there's good and bad to everything. But I think there's nothing better than knowing that, like, regardless of the job that you like touch someone's life in a positive manner. So like seeing someone go from like their worst to being good enough to go home or like go elsewhere, get discharged from the hospital, like Mm -hmm. knowing that you helped somebody in their worst days and they're doing better and can go home and just seeing them go from good to bad is great or bad to good. Yeah, no, for sure. What do you think is like the, the toughest part about it? Um, I think they're, there's a few things that I've been like, wow, I didn't think that I would be so affected by. Like, of course, you know, it's always hard seeing someone super sick. But mm-hmm. the toughest part, I feel like, would be, like, on a personal level, would just be, like, feeling like I hope I, you know, did enough in that moment. And I hope that I was a good enough nurse to people. Like, mm-hmm. even when they're discharged and it's a positive no, it's, like, still looking back, I'm like, I really hope I made, like, a big enough difference for that person or I hope I was like kind to them kind enough to them in their like moments of needing somebody to be kind so I yeah. think you can like you can't separate yourself from it like it's very difficult to separate yourself from that when you go home so like sitting back and thinking on it is definitely challenging for sure yeah do you get do you like make relationships with like a lot of the the patients there um I mean yes for sure I feel like it's always, like, frowned upon, like, don't, you know, don't get attached, but it's very hard to not get attached to people when 
you know, you're with them for periods of time and like you're mm-hmm. wanting to help them and you probably have like your own like mini jokes with them. For like sure. Yeah. yeah. You get to like know people. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, where do you want to like go with it? So I think right now I, I do like my unit. I like that. It's like a constant means of like growing and learning and experiences. So the main thing I wanted with that was like, I said, put me on a unit where I'm going to get the most experience. And I feel like they definitely did that because I every day I'm learning like whether it's super tough uh, somewhat easy day like I always am learning on it but I think once I'm done on that unit I'm gonna travel travel there same. yeah um what's like the first place you want to go to this sounds weird I think Philly honestly like Philly. I'm like yes I'm like interesting I'm from a super small town so like I'm like yeah. seeing like and I, I don't know how I'm gonna be in the city but I just feel like there's so much opportunity out there mm. that I'm like I'm down for it I'm down to see how it how Philly it goes. out of all places like yeah. you go to Hawaii I know. you go to Arizona. eventually i'm trying yeah. to like branch out yeah close somewhat close to home but not still close to family and stuff right. like that exactly interesting um so travel nursing like, is there anything else because my one friend he's uh he's a nurse as well he's an rn and he's super into pre- preventative care okay like treating the symptoms like before you know people have to go in the hospital right gotcha are you into that at all and like what what are your opinions on like the health system, the medical system? Um, I think just like any system, obviously. Yeah. There's good and there's bad to it. Um, but I do, I think preventative care is definitely interesting for sure. It's something that's like not super talked about. Yeah. So I feel like it's like interesting to see that side of things for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you have any advice for people that like, wh- like what do you see in people most people in their health, their diet, their physical exercise, their stress. Um, Cause it's, it's pretty bad in America right now. It is. Yeah. I think it's definitely interesting to see like comparisons to like even nurses in other countries. I mean, ever, everywhere is so different. Like their health yeah. system or healthcare systems are so different. Mm-hmm. So I think even like, I mean, not to get too off topic, but like you see like portion sizes of food in like other countries as opposed to mm-hmm. our countries, like, yeah. It's just something like, and we've grown up around it and we've become so used to seeing like the way that America, you know, their portion sizes, their ingredients and their food as opposed to like even Italy or like random countries. Like Mm. you're like, holy crap, like the difference is insane. So I think even like something as small as what you're eating and like the portion sizes that you're eating and all of that, I think that it's crazy to see the difference. Yeah. For sure. For sure. How about... uh like the things in our food, like the vegetable oils and the trans fats and all that. Right. And most people don't even know about it. Exactly. Yeah. Because we're so used to it. We're so accustomed to it. Like no one ever told us like there's other options essentially, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like no one told us that there's like different alternatives. Yeah. We're not even edu- educated on it. But right. It, but it's like meant to be that way. Right. And then it's almost like fueling the hospitals and then like the drugs Right. You know, then, the, then they pump drugs into you. Right. And sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong, in my opinion. For sure, yeah. What's what's your stance on that? I do. Um, without getting into it too much, I feel like, for sure, like I'm somebody, I try my best to do everything before I have to take medication for something. Not that yeah. it's a bad thing to have to take medication by any means, but I do mm-hmm. think, like, for me personally, I'm always like, is there a natural alternative? Like, is there, you know, can I supplement it with something else before diving straight into that? But yeah. I mean, everyone's different. Everyone has their stance on it. But I feel like for me personally, I'm like, I do try my best to go around it before actually taking anything. For sure. Because like that, because a lot of times you get medication and it's it's not going to the root cause of it. It's right. just kind of covering up the symptoms of it. Right. 
which isn't the best thing because it might be kind of making worse in the long run. Right. It's there's definitely like different perspectives on it that I'm like, I wasn't ever really like eye open to, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously, there's some situations where you absolutely need it. And like, for I sure. mean, I think everyone can like do their own thing, whatever. But like mm-hmm. for me personally, I've definitely opened my eyes to it for sure. Yeah, for sure. So you're obviously really physically fit. Thank um, you. What's the background with that? Like, what do you, are you, are you a runner or do you do like CrossFit lifting? So I've always been an athlete. Um, it started with swimming and I've done that competitively for, since I was kindergarten. Mm. So that was the start of it. And then that was like my life. And then I switched over to running in high school, I believe. That's cool. So I did like soccer. I did like just, I tried every sport, figured out what I liked. And then it always ended up being swimming. Swimming was always my love. And then um, track came into play and I was like, okay, this is what I love now. Like it was my thing. And then I've done like cross country. So pretty much like track, swimming, cross country. Those were like my three favorite things throughout high school. And then when I graduated, I was like debating running in college. I was like, do I do it? Do I not? But like knowing that I was going for nursing and I really didn't want to, not that I didn't want to go to college and I guess I didn't want to go to college in the first place. So then I'm like, I was like, okay, I guess you should really just like focus in on school, like, and not run essentially, Mm -hmm. like not have another thing to focus on. You didn't want to load your plate. Right. Exactly. So I really focused in on school and I'm actually so thankful I didn't run in college only because it let me like really branch out with my lifting. Like I was always in the gym before anyway, but like I was able to like really like focus on PRs. I was able Mm -hmm. to like find out what I really liked about lifting as opposed to just being like, okay, I'm doing this for running I'm doing this for swimming like I was just doing it for myself in that moment like not to benefit me for any other sport like yeah so although I had the best like my track coach to this day I'm like that was one of the best coaches I've ever had he taught me so much about like liftings myself in general like perseverance all of the things Mm -hmm. he's he helped me realize so much and I carried those lessons over through lifting with me and just like being able to push myself. So that lifting started essentially being super serious to me after high school yeah. in college. And from there, I ran half marathons um, because I wasn't so focused on, yeah. you know, a specific event. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. focused on running an 800 or I wasn't focused on running, you know, the distance for cross country. I was just able to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it took off from there. So I believe I ran two half marathons. How'd that go? It was fun. I was. It was yeah. an experience. It was one of those things where, like, I told myself I was like, because I was trying to set like goals for myself. So mm-hmm. I was like, initially it was like deadlift this much, yeah, or like squat this much, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna run. And I come from a family of runners, so mm. my sister ran <laughs> marathons, half marathons. Her husband's a runner, so I'm like, I at least had people to like. You know, lean on, talk to about it. Sure. That helped a lot. Yeah. But it was just something that I was like, I'm doing this for myself. I'm doing it to say that I did it. Like, I wasn't focused on times the first time. I wasn't focused on really anything. I was like, I don't want to stop. I mm. want to run the whole time yeah. and I want to finish it. And just so that I could tell myself, like, I did it. Like, mm-hmm. you did the hard thing. Yeah. So it actually went really well. It went well enough that I did another one. Nice. And then I was training for a third one and I ended up having like a couple health issues come up so Mm. I was like okay I gotta focus on that yeah 
get all that taken care of. And now that I'm feeling well enough, knock on wood, I'm going to start hopefully training for one again soon. Yeah. Running so interesting because, like, it sucks. It does. Like, it sucks so why bad. Why am I doing this? Oh, like, yeah. I'm, I'm training for a 50 right now. Oh, nice. You know, like, nice. I, I have 14 miles later today. Gotcha. I'm like, and I did seven yesterday. I did not feel good. But, yeah, I just, yeah. I just like, wonder, like, why do I do this? Like, why torture myself? Why suffer? Right. So, yeah, my, that's my question for you. Like, why why do you want to go through that struggle? Like, what, what what's in it for you? So... I'm like a weirdo in that sense. Like I'm like, I love, first of all, that high afterwards. There's nothing like a runner's high, like at all. And then I just think like, as I'm running, I'm like, okay, one more mile. Like I constantly tell myself that one more time, one more mile. Yeah, and just to see like, I do have a set plan. So like, I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna run nine today. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, what's 10? Like try 10. And then if I do 10, I'm like, okay, well like 10 and a half. And then I'll stop myself. So like being able to like push myself through that and like, continue pushing myself past the limit that I thought that I had set. Yeah. There's nothing like that. Yeah, then you can apply that to nursing or business right. or anything in life. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, how about with lifting? Where why cuz you're a runner, you're a swimmer and then you kind of went in the lifting. Mm-hmm. Why lifting? What do you get out of that? My dad always lifted from the time I was little. So like even when I was like younger, I'd see him in like our gym in our house and I'd yeah. be like that's so cool. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And like literally from the time I was a kid, I saw him in the gym and I just kind of copied after that like I was like I want to do it and like my sister was in the gym and like just seeing other people do it I was like that's cool I want to try it yeah. I didn't think that I'd become as obsessed with it as I am mm. but again like just pushing myself past that limit like yeah. knowing that I set a goal and then I achieved it that's what it's all about for me I love that yeah there's so many uh girls lifting now I, I know like it's I like love a new it. trend I like, know you see it in the gym there, there's like more girls than guys now right right yeah why do you think that is? Um, I mean, I feel like social media, like you see, you know, people on social media yeah. lifting and like, I feel like that too. I mean, social media is good and bad, but I feel like depending on who you follow, of course, like yeah, I try and make sure I'm following people that like inspire me and like mm-hmm. people that get, bring positive light to me. Whereas like, I feel like if you're following those kind of people, you see these like super fit and shape girls or like girls that you can tell are super happy when they're in the gym and I feel like the more people posting about it like the more people are going to go out and actually do it because Mm -hmm. like gym anxiety is real before people are like posting all over social media like people would be nervous about going Mm -hmm. into the gym or like people would be you know like make them feel some type of way so they just wouldn't as now I feel like it's more of like a safe place and a comfort place so that people can just like go to because they see other people posting about it yeah um who who inspires you um, that's a great question. I didn't know that you said something about your track coach, right? Yeah. Oh, he what, definitely what was his was, name. Uh, his name was Tom. And, uh, what did he teach you? Like, what were some of the main lessons? I just feel like, again, like I never thought that I would have been a runner, Yeah. let alone like a mid distance runner. And he, he really did like, he just would be like teaching me about perseverance and like pushing myself to the limits and like. I did that, and I feel mm-hmm. like I can carry that with so much, yeah. like so many other things in life. Mm-hmm. What else do you want to do, like as far as fitness and um, like goals? I was debating this actually. I was just talking about it with my friend, and I was like, I don't know where I'm going at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'd love to do a bodybuilding competition, and then I'm like, I'd also love to do a powerlifting competition. So I feel yeah. like I have to like focus, figure out what I want to do, and then plan for it, train for it. Yeah. Well, do you have any advice to people that are just starting out or they just started um, um, in the lifting journey? 
I think just keep going. Like, it's going to suck. Yeah. You're going to feel like you're not making any progress. Yeah. It's, it literally is going to suck. Like, there's no way around that. The beginning stages, I feel like, are you ride this high out for, like, mm-hmm. six months to a year. Yeah. And then after that year, you hit, and you're like, I'm not getting any stronger. I'm not feeling any better. But, like, you got to learn your body. Yeah. Everyone's body is different, but like your needs are different, you know. So I just feel like pushing yourself past the hard parts mm-hmm. get you to the better parts for sure. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Do you uh, do you almost like like the pain? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't want to <laughs> sound like a weirdo. I'm always like that. That leg day hurt so good. Like it was just like yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I do too. Yeah, do you do you almost feel like when you're going that hard and you're overcoming? You almost feel like you're like overcoming like the demon within you. Like there's two voices, right? And there's right. one that's like holding you back, seeking that comfort, and then there's another that's like telling you to keep going. Do you get I've that? never thought of it like that, but I yeah. do. I can see where you're coming from for sure. It's like that, like that inner bitch. Yes, yeah, I, I don't know if you've heard of like David Goggins and all that. Right. But yeah, that, that's it. Because there's always that voice that's like, yo, like I don't know. It's kind of early. Like I could sleep more and get a good right. lot of sleep. Not feeling good. I, I can skip today. And then right. there's another voice like, nah, we're getting up. We're doing this That's thing. That's true. And then That's you, like, true. you like kill that workout that day. Right. You know? Yeah. I feel like the ones you're least expected to kill. That's ones that like those workouts are the ones that feel yeah. so good that you feel like, you know, you did your very best in. Right. No, I totally agree. Now you said something. Um, you're like 20s are like a weird age. There's such a weird age. Why? So I have friends, you know, getting married, having kids, mm. getting engaged. And then I have friends that you know, are um, still in school. Like, they're mm-hmm. just starting their lives. I have my friends that are settling down. I have me that's at this, like, awkward age where I'm like, yes, I have a full-time job. Yeah. I'm getting excited over taking my dog to the farmer's market on a Sunday morning. I'm like, right. oh, my gosh, that was the best day. And then I'm like, yeah. right? <laughs> and then I'm like, my friends are, like, at these, like, super serious stages in their life, which I love for them. And, like, I'm, like, living through them in that sense. I'm like, that is amazing. It's just so weird because, you know, people are super established in their life. There's me, I'm waking up, I'm like, what am I going to make for breakfast this morning? Or like, what am I going to do that's fun today? And I'm yeah. like taking my dog on a walk as well, or like on a hike or something is like the best day of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, so I'm like at, I feel like I'm not at the beginning of my life, but I'm not at like this super, I'm stable. I can't explain it. Like this super official feeling part of my life either. Like I'm kind of just like hanging out in the middle ground right now. And like, right. I'm enjoying it for sure. I just feel like everyone's at such different stages in their lives in their 20s. Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. Yeah, there's a season for everything, too. For sure. Um, I see you going to, like, a bunch of concerts and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, what uh, what drives you to do that? And, like, have you always done that? And what, what like, what are the feelings you get when you go and do that? So I've always gone to concerts. The festivals are, like, a newer thing within the last, like, year and a half for yeah. me. But um, the drive for it, I just feel like, like I said, I'm trying to do like branch out try different things so with it since last year I've been trying my best to like just do something I normally wouldn't do Mm -hmm. concerts to me and like the festivals to me there is no better feeling than like going out seeing people do what like they love to do because I love music I love making music I love seeing other people like put on the music that they worked so hard on and they wrote and you know because that music means something to them just like it means something like we all hear a different story when we listen to someone's song so, mm-hmm. like, someone could be writing a song about a totally different scenario than you're envisioning it, right? Yeah. But, like, that person has their own story to why they mm. wrote that song. Yeah. So, like, hearing them and, like, seeing them pr- put on that show and, like, perform and do what they're loving to do mm. and we're all getting joy out of it, I just yeah. feel like it's such a universal connection. Like, mm. when you're at a concert, 
you guys are all connected. You're all there for the same reason. And it's just yeah. to like listen to somebody perform. Yeah. It's almost like a spiritual experience. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And you're, you're so like present in the moment. Right. Like, yeah. When, when do you feel most alive? When do I feel the most alive? So I feel like a lot of people would say like concerts. Yeah. And like, yes, but I also feel like when I wake up in the morning and I take my dog on a hike and yeah. I'm just, it's me and him and we're hanging mm. out there and I'm surrounded by like trees and sun and like a bright sunny day. I'm like, yeah. holy shit, this is what it's about. Like, this is when I feel, yeah. that's when I'm on this high, this super alive feeling, like just being surrounded by like simple things that get overlooked. Yeah. My answer was super similar when someone asked me that too, because really? I go on a lot of like walks. It's like out in nature, like I'll wake up and basically do what you do. Right. But yeah, just kind of. I, n I can never relate to myself more than those moments. Right. I'm just in nature. Like, it's just me. It's just bliss. Right. And for some reason, there's so much clarity in that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like you're, like, taking time to slow down yeah. and, like, focus on what's around you. When, like, mm -hmm. normally you're walking. I mean, you, you see it every day. You see, like, trees every day. You see the sun most days. You don't sit and, like, think to reflect on it. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. I feel like it's so overlooked and like we take it for granted, but there's just something about it when it's like just you or just you and your dog and like you're just taking it all in. Yeah, I totally agree. And sometimes like that view of like if you're on top of a mountain or right. you're like by a river or a lake or the ocean, like I literally feel more creative after that. Oh, absolutely. And more alive. Absolutely. What do you like? Do you uh, do you like talk to yourself? Do you like meditate? Do you pray when you go do that? that thing um mainly meditate yeah. yeah like even if i'm just putting on like white noise in the background and i'm reflecting like internally like mm -hmm. what i'm seeing how it makes me feel what i'm grateful for like yeah that that to me is like makes the experience so much better definitely what is meditation to you so initially i used to think meditation was like you know putting it on spotify listening to someone guide me mm -hmm. and put me to sleep and whatever else but now i think like meditation is what you make of it so like yeah. you can be it's whatever you make of it so yeah. i'm on a hike and i'm having white noise or no noise in the background and i'm just reflecting mm -hmm. and like taking in every part of the experience that's meditation to me yeah so it seems like you're you're like really open-minded like you came on this podcast right? for sure so you like kind of like experimenting with like new experiences yep. and stuff like that yeah is absolutely. that you think that's just like a stage of your 20s or were you always like that i don't think i was always like this so i feel like before i mean like part of who i am today is because i called myself out on my own bullshit like i look mm. back and like i used to be very like my way or the highway it's how yeah. i think it's how i feel and like that's what's right but, like, the more I've grown and the more I've, like, been exposed to new things, I'm like, no, that's so wrong. Like, I can see everyone's point of view now, I feel like. Even if I don't agree with it, I'm at least, like, oh, I can see why they would think that or I could see why they would feel that. Yeah. So I think just for sure it came over time within the last few years. Definitely. You said you call yourself out on your own bullshit. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I feel like everybody needs to do that. Everyone does need to do that. Or they need someone to come along and call them out on their bullshit. Yes. Yes. Do you have you ever done that to someone? Like you're like a friend, like you almost give them like that tough love. So are you like that person? I'm a people pleaser, which still sucks. I'm doing my not that I, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think I need to be less of a people pleaser. Mm. And that's something I've really been working on, especially the last couple of months. I've been really trying to just be in my selfish era for sure. And yeah. so I feel like 
I'm, I don't call people out on their bullshit, but I also feel like I will not, I mean, I'll communicate how I'm feeling to people, but I also feel like I'm just won't stick around in a situation if I'm constantly being, whether it's friendships, like no matter what the situation, if I'm a, on the other, like receiving end of somebody being in their own bullshit, essentially, I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm good. Like I'll say how I feel so many times and then I'll be like, okay, I think, yeah. Because I feel like, and it's not a bad thing on anyone's part, I feel like, because I don't think it's normalized to call yourself out on your bullshit. I think it's yeah. normalized to sit and think that you're right all the time, or I think that it's normal to like mm-hmm. sit in that and be like, well, that's how I am, take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. not normalized to be like, I was wrong. Like, mm-hmm. that's not the right way to be. Yeah. Yeah. You almost like try to like figure it out in your own head to like make it make sense. Yep. And you just you don't change right a lot of people do need to change unfortunately yep um no that's really interesting so um what do you want to what do you want to do like more than anything in this life travel travel yeah travel with my dog he's like he loves the beach he loves yeah how old is your dog he's just turned a year so he's still a puppy oh wow yeah so brand new experience brand new so i had a dog before him but they're so different like yeah was it like your dog or was it like the family's dog dog? i mean we got the old dog for my birthday but he was still like the family dog interesting this dog's my dog how uh so when you got this dog like was it something you never felt before to an extent, yeah. So, like, my old dog, he was definitely, like, my heart dog. Like, I don't yeah. know if you've seen that. Like, people are like, my heart dog, it's, you know, their mm-hmm. dog. Um, they have that connection with them. My dog now, my new dog, it's definitely a different experience, I will say. Like, yeah. my other dog, there was less responsibility, right, because he was the family dog. Whereas, like, this is my dog, this is my baby, this is, you know, mm-hmm. he's relying on me. Yeah, He's relying on me to be taken care of. He's relying on me to literally keep this thing alive and I'm like again being in your 20s it's weird because I'm like I'm taking barely taking care of myself and like I'm taking care of this other thing and keeping it alive too Mm -hmm. so it's definitely a different experience he loves me I mean my old dog loved me but this dog loves me like to the fullest extent like he's obsessed with me yeah so I'm like it's definitely different for sure it's a different kind of love her or him 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 what's his name Benson Benson. Interesting. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So is it almost like a different kind of love for this dog? Yes, I think. Um, just because I got him at a point in my life where I was yeah. like, was the probably one of the lowest points in my life. And I was like, mm. I just, because my dog passed, it was terrible. Yeah. It was like one thing after another. And I was like, I told myself I would never get a dog again. Mm-hmm. I just found myself like I was so lonely. I just felt like yeah. I like needed a purpose. And I got this dog and I'm like, he was there through all the highs and the lows of everything, like mm. of the healing process even. Yeah. Like that dog was there for me through so much stuff. That's beautiful. Where do you want to travel to? Um, I think next we're going to do... We'll probably do Vermont. I've been there before, but I really like it. Mm. And, like, for snowboarding and stuff, I'm like, yeah. we'll go in the winter. And, like, Benson would love it because he loves the the snow. He loves yeah. all of that stuff. So yeah. there's so many different, like, things to do in Vermont in the winter that I think he would love. So mm. I think we're going to try there next. Yeah, if you had one free plane ticket round trip, mm. go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Probably Bali, just because it's been on my list for yeah. so long. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gone. Where is Bali again? Indonesia. Okay. So it's like a 21 hour yeah. flight or something. Uh, I've seen videos like waterfalls so and mountains and stuff like that. Right. And I just think the vibe there is so cool. Like 
everything is dirt cheap, but everything is so beautiful. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. No sense how like a place that looks like that yeah. is just like so cheap to travel to. And so it just seems like a whole different world out there. What's your favorite part about traveling? Like the culture, going and on hikes, a new experience? Definitely going on hikes. I also think, again, it's contributed to being open-minded. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, everyone has such a different way of doing literally everything like no matter where you go someone's gonna have a different way of doing something yeah so I think it's like that has definitely opened my mind in Mm. so many different ways like just seeing how everyone has a different way of doing things were you always like when when did it click for you to become like open-minded um probably like three four years ago I think I really started to like again call myself out and like just open my mind to different things different experiences yeah yeah. And how is that, Olivia, different from, like, now? Um, I think now I'm a much happier person, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Like, I just feel like I'm so down to try anything, do anything, go anywhere. Yeah. Before, I would, wouldn't do that because I, would like, would prefer to just stay in that little, that little bubble and that the stubborn mindset. It would cause me to not do a lot of the things that I've done. Mm. Stubborn mindset. Interesting. Where do you think you got that from? Um, I feel like I've always had it. It's it was something. Yeah, I've, yeah, I was always stubborn. Like what I was, always uh, had what my was, like, way. Your childhood, like it was super good. Yeah, yeah. You you grew up in PA. I did. Okay. And did you like play? You, you did swim. Yeah. Tell me tell me more about swimming because swimming is interesting because it's it's another thing where you're just basically suffering. If if you right. start swimming, like if someone go into the pool, yeah, this is the first day of swimming. Like they would probably feel like they're drowning. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, swimming to this day is like I love it. It's like I look back and like it still brings me such joy. Yeah. It again, you're pushing yourself. You're literally pushing against water mm-hmm. to go forward. Like to yeah. you're fighting against this thing. Yeah. To like make it to the end of your race essentially. So and like I just think that alone, it's like you're pushing yourself constantly. Yeah. And there's like no music. No. <laughs> No, right. it's just splashing. It is. It's just like it is. It's just like nothing but splashing in your and and you're trying to breathe and then you get water in your <laughs> in your lungs and stuff like that. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty crazy. It is. It's crazy, but I do. It's probably my favorite sport. Interesting. Between that and it? track, I do my best to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the summer, I'll go to like pools, whatever, swim. Yeah. But it's not the same as like actually competing. Mm-hmm. Was it like racing or was it more like cross country swimming? Uh, racing. Okay. Yeah. So what is that? Is that like a 400 meter? It depends. There's different events. So it's like, you know, you could do the 50, you mm-hmm. could do a hundred, you could do a 200, you could do a 500. Yeah. It just like all depends. There's different, different events. I would do like the hundred fly, for example, like the hundred butterfly. Oh, butterfly. Just four laps of the pool. Isn't yeah. That, like the hardest one. That's what people say. Yeah. I like it. I feel like it would just like the way that my body is meant to move is that, that shirt, which sounds yeah. weird, but like it was just flow for me. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you want to play? Is this a game that we play a lot of times on the podcast? Okay. Basically, it's just a it's a deck full of like really deep questions. Okay. You down to play? Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so there's three different levels. Okay. There's level one, and then there's well, I guess they're all mixed up. Level two and level three. Okay. What do you want to start with? Let's start with level two. What have you done that you are most proud of? Um, I think pushing through like the darkest times of my life is something that I'm like, like 
I look back and I always say this, mm-hmm. like the last year was probably the hardest year of my life. Yeah. And oh, looking really? back and getting through that, I'm like, I did that. Like mm-hmm. I got through it. I'm proud of that. I'm proud for pushing through. I'm proud mm-hmm. for like when I thought that I couldn't, cause now I have such like a deep appreciation for like all the little things. And like yeah. the fact that I was able to do that, I'm like, okay, I can get through more things than I thought I could have gotten through. Yeah. You want to go deeper into like what you pushed through? I think it was just, there was so much change. So like, for example, I was, it was in, I guess May of 2022 Yeah, was like the time that I was like, holy crap. Like it was one thing after another, after another. Mm-hmm. And I was very much so in the victim mentality of like, why is this happening to me? Yeah. Why is it happening to me? What? And like, I've changed that. I do. Why is it happening for me? Like, what mm-hmm. is this going to do for me? And it's cliche, but it changes everything now. Like before that though, like my dog, the old dog got sick. I was graduating nursing school, going through finals week. My dad ended up having to get like this super intense surgery. My car blew up. Like it was like one thing after the other. And it was all within a couple months of each other. That's crazy. And I was just like, I was again in my head. I was like, I'm the victim here. Like Mm -hmm. this is happening to me. What else? It can't get any worse. When in reality, like things can always get worse. And I feel like I just shaped myself so much based off of those especially few months yeah. I mean I'm not I'm grateful that I got through it I'm not grateful it happened obviously you don't ever want that stuff to happen yeah. but like being able to push through that I'm like okay I can get through like this minor inconvenience that's causing me to feel super stressed now mm. I love that where are you like a spiritual person are you religious like where's your faith at um we I grew up super religious. We grew up super Catholic. Now mm-hmm. I'm kind of again more open minded. I still yeah. obviously like practice some Catholic practices, but other mm-hmm. things like I feel like I'm interested in other religions. I'm interested in. I definitely feel like there is some kind of higher power for sure. Yeah. I feel like there could be multiple higher powers. Like I feel like again, it's not like my way is the only right way. Like I feel right. like whatever someone believes in is right to them, mm. and like I can see that and accept it for sure. I like so that. yeah. Cool. Um, which level? Level one. What has you kind of hit this? I think you just hit this. <laughs> <laughs> what has life taught you recently? Maybe it's something small. Uh, I like could do something recently. small. Yeah. yeah. I feel like recently life has taught me to stop caring so much about what other people think. Mm. Stop living your life to like please other people. If that makes sense, I feel like Definitely. that can like for sure cause a halt on like. You know, you're doing something for other people, like you're doing things to please other people as opposed to doing what you really want. Yeah. No, I think so many people can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because like we're always thinking about what what do other people think of me? Like yeah. You walk into the gym or a restaurant or school and you're constantly like that's constantly like your program and like it holds you back from who you really are. Absolutely. And then on the other hand, you're uh, you're constantly judging other people for like what who they are for sure and, yeah like, that's like I feel like that's kind of like evil in a sense yeah definitely I mean like someone could be living their best life right like yeah and subconsciously like unless because we're so used to again I don't know if it's a U.S. thing I don't know if it's an all over the place thing like I just feel like it's so normalized to like you know people post like videos like making fun of other people and like people think it's funny or people yeah. don't think twice about it mm-hmm. and it's like so normalized to do that so like even being not kind to ourselves not kind to other people that's like something that's normalized and it shouldn't be yeah so i feel like just like not caring in general resolves all of that like Mm -hmm. me not caring about how someone else is viewing me yeah releases so much tension for myself 100 percent. 
I love that. For sure. You want to do level three? Yeah. Who has had the biggest impact on your life and why? My past self, for sure. Like, that version of myself, there's... Mm. I wouldn't be where I am right now, positively or negatively, yeah. if it wasn't for the person that I used to be. Mm. Like, I've been through so many different stages in life, as everyone has. Like, we all start somewhere, and by the time we get to where we're going to be, whether it's the end, we've all done things that have shaped us, gone through things that have shaped us, yeah. positive and negative. Like, the highs in life has shaped us to be the person that we are, the lows, the mm-hmm. in-betweens, that's all shaped us into being yeah. who we are. That's so f- we always say that on this podcast, like the highs, the lows, in between. Uh, you're a Mike fan too, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's like literally in our logo. Like we have a mountain, and the mountain kind of goes up and, and down, like gotcha. the valleys and the mountains. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's it's so important to kind of almost embrace the lows, and the lows kind of get you to the highs and in the in, in betweens as well. For sure. Um, yeah. Do you have like an example in your life of like how you gone to the lows and then got to the highs? Yeah, I mean even within like everything happening the last year it's been ever changing yeah so like for example my dog passing it seems like something so minor but to Mm -hmm. me that was like horrible especially with everything else going on at the same time Mm -hmm. and that happened like the day before I was taking my last nursing final oh my gosh and I was like this is something so and it's like a minor crappy thing but it was still crappy enough because it was such a stressful time definitely that I was like uh uh-oh like what is happening Mm -hmm. this is so low I'm not gonna be able to get through it yeah and then just taking my final, passing my final, graduating nursing school, like that was a low that turned into a high essentially. Yeah, no, definitely. You wanna do another one? Sure. Which one? Uh, two. What's something you would be judged for if people knew? I talk to my dog, I do. Full yeah. conversations. Full I was just, combo. yeah, I do. I was singing to him in the car today. I thought if anyone saw us yeah. right now, oh my gosh. I like <laughs> held an imaginary mic back to him and like was like, take it away. <laughs> you should have brought him on the podcast. I sh- yeah, he would have loved that. Yeah, we have, we have other mics. We have a <laughs> chair. Is, is he in the car? <laughs> He's not. Okay. He's not. I left him at home. Oh, too bad. Too bad. Um, Three? Yeah. What is an experience you would want to le- to relive again? Hmm. Nursing school, college really? in general. I would just because I feel like I w- it was like such a good four years. Mm. But I feel like if I would have had a different mindset again, like mindset of being like just go with the flow and enjoy it as opposed to being so stressed all the time about like needing to get a good grade or needing to pass or yeah. like you the best times of your life are like just passing you by and you're so and it's like the best but the mm. easiest and the hardest all at the same time like you're in school yeah the responsibilities that like I had like I did like part-time job whatever but like I didn't have real adult responsibilities in that moment True. like this that I do now like mm-hmm. so I was like my main focus was studying obviously but like my friends and I like we don't see each other as often now because we're not in school we're not surrounded by each other constantly with whether it's without a choice or with one like yeah we had no choice but to be surrounded by each other but now i'm like i would kill to be able to like see them that often again mm. and just like yeah be able to chill do our thing whereas like now we're all so busy with like adult things mm. that we don't really see each other often yeah i feel like uh 
after college, like you get less and less friends or it's harder right? to make friends. So Do you hard. notice that too? Absolutely. Yeah. And also with, uh, I don't know if you noticed with, with like high school, like you kind of see like how people turn out to be and you see a lot of people kind of fall off and like there's some that like kind of go further than you expected. Mm -hmm. Do you see that a lot too? Um, I feel like, so this is another thing. I feel like I'm so in, I said before in my bubble in a negative sense, I'm yeah. so in my own bubble right now. Mm. Like I have, I don't go on social media much. I don't check. I feel like I should be checking in more than I do, but right now mm. I'm in, again, I said, my selfish and I say that like very loosely I'm just yeah. like so focused in on everything going on right now within my own life that like yeah. I haven't been able to see or check in with really many other people outside of the people within my bubble mm. I actually like that so you're uh so you don't go on social media very often like how often um I mean I I guess daily, but like for yeah. a couple minutes, like I will right. literally go scroll through, post a few things to my story mm -hmm. and that's really it. Like, and what has that done for you? A lot. Like, yeah, I feel like, so comparison for me, comparison ruins everything. Yeah. Literally nothing good comes from me comparing myself to anyone or anything. So social media for me, like that for me, I feel like I'd be like looking and I'd be like, wow, that person can lift so much more than me mm -hmm. or that person's so much further than me right now. Yeah. Like, that person's doing better than me in life. And I'm like, I'm where I am right now. I'm where I have to be, like where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just not my season to be doing all of those things. Like yeah. the only person that I can compare myself to is like who I was yesterday or who I was mm -hmm. last year, who I was last month. Like, so I feel like social media for me, not going on it as much and cutting it out has like yeah. allowed me to just like focus on myself and be like, okay, like you're up against yourself. It's you against you. It's not you against like, some famous person on social media. Mm. I love that so much. I, I actually, I want to start doing that for it's, sure. It's so good. It is. And I noticed, like, I work nights, so I yeah. don't, my sleep schedule's already all messed up. Ooh, that, that does Yeah. Suck. So I feel like that alone, it makes it easier to not go on it as much because yeah. I'm not awake at normal hours. And, like, mm -hmm. when you're scrolling, it's, like, kind of dead. Like, yeah, you're catching up with things from throughout the day, but then after that, it's, like, it's literally dead. No one's on. No one's doing anything. So I feel like it makes it easier to not yeah. go on as much, but... Yeah, no, I pretty much agree with pretty much everything you're saying because like you're almost like living in the metaverse. You sure. know what I mean? Like that, yeah. is, like social media is like almost like the metaverse. Yeah, because like people, they can post themselves and they can tweak themselves up and right. You know, put filters over and all that stuff and edit things out. And it's like it's not actually you though. Right. Yeah. But it is in in the same sense. And then social media also has does have like a lot of positive things. Like For we're sure. we're here right now because of social media. Right. So, and it comes with so many opportunities and you can create a whole business on social media. So there's like this yin and yang of it. And Absolutely. it's like really hard to like, you know, limit yourself because there's so much good to it, but there's also so much bad to it. So it's like, you can't live with it. You can't live without it. Yeah. Situation. yeah like, it's so hard to balance. There's so many good things that yeah. come from it. Mm -hmm. And then there's also like the dark side. I mean, with everything in life, there's good, there's bad, yeah. but yeah. yeah. No, I totally agree. What's the first thing you think uh, people notice about you? Probably the fact that, like, I am just very, I don't mean this in a weird way, just, like, out there. Like, I will come up to you and start a conversation. I yeah. could meet you once, and I will just talk about something completely random. Yeah. And people are like, wow, you're different than I expected. Like, and they don't, sometimes it's not a positive way. Sometimes people are like, yeah. that girl's weird. Like, <laughs> but I'll just say, like, what's on my mind, and I'll ask you what's on your mind. And, right. like, from there, I just feel like I can't make things awkward. Like, I feel like I... 
want to go and I want to talk to people. And like some people just aren't about it and that's fine. Like that's there. But I will go up and just talk to a wall. Like I swear. And like just <laughs> I will just start a conversation about anything. And I feel like people definitely are like, whoa, like could take you by surprise or it could take you like and you could see it as a good or a bad thing. Yeah, it's a good thing with like nursing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I feel like I mean you kinda you can go in and like you can just get by with conversation and that's fine. But I also right. feel like I mean, sometimes it's it's good. I feel like if I was in that position and I'd be, I was like anxious, or obviously like no one's happy to be in the hospital. So like, mm -hmm. I feel like you know making it a comfortable situation for them always does help. Right, makes sense. Just pick whatever you're feeling. Okay. What was the happiest point in your life? Sorry, what was the happiest point in your life? I think right now. I do feel like I'm living it. Like, I feel like being, even though it's like a confusing time, like I said yeah. before, you're kind of in the middle of like everyone, every, the timeline of my life right now, I'm like right in the middle of it, right? Mm. But I feel like I'm also in like the most carefree in a good sense. Like I'm not completely like, I don't care about anything. I care about the things that matter to me, but I feel like I'm also in a point of like, I'm down to try anything. Mm -hmm. I'm trying new things. I'm seeing everyone's side to things. I'm doing what's making me happy. And I feel like I'm growing out of the people pleaser phase and yeah. I'm being, I'm focusing on myself and I'm like doing things for myself. And I feel like that to me is like where I've been striving to be for so long. I'm mm. finally there. How important do you think it is to like be present in the moment? So, so important. Is that something that you kind of like pay attention to a lot absolutely like I don't want to be sitting in a room scrolling on my phone while my nieces are running around or while my dog's running around like right mm. in front of me doing cute fun things and I'm like I don't want to be the person that's just like not present like I want to be the person that's you know they're interacting with everyone or like family time like I don't want to be sitting in the corner on my phone I want to be in like mixed in with the madness mm. you know hanging out with my family yeah so I definitely think it's important to just be like, this is the moment you're here now. Like you're where you are in yeah. this moment. You're right where you have to be. You're supposed to be. You're meant to be. Exactly. I'll get to where I have to be mm -hmm. like when it's my time. I love that so much. Um, so this is one question. It's a deeper question um, that we ask pretty much everyone in the podcast. Mm -hmm. What's your purpose? I think my purpose, I feel like we can have multiple. I feel like no one's meant yeah. to do just one thing in and life. There's seasons. Like it can there's change. There's so every many time, seasons for sure. For sure. I think my purpose right now is to bring light to people who are in a dark time. Like I feel like someone who's in like these dark points of their life, I feel like I am like drawn to them and like I want to get them out of that point and I want to make them feel better and I want them to see that like, you know, there's a brighter side of things for sure. Like mm -hmm. that's a deep one. Then yeah. I feel like light purposes, I'm like, Go to concerts, make music, chill with my dog, like yeah. see my friends. Live it up. Lift weights, throw heavy weight around, like just do stupid, simple things like that. But mm -hmm. I feel like I also am just like drawn to trying to help people and make people feel better. I love that. That's that's perfect. I love that. Um, do you have advice? Because I know it's kind of a theme of the podcast. Those people in those dark times, they're depressed. Mm -hmm. They think one thing after the other is just happening to them and they can't get out of this spiral. How do they get out of that? How do they give themselves that tough love and call them out on their shit? I think just like doing one thing every day, right? Like start small, do one thing that's going to make mm. you feel better, whether it's getting out of bed, which sounds yeah. so simple, but say 
you know, you're stuck in bed, you're depressed, you don't want to move, get out of bed, go, go for a walk, mm. take one, one lap around the block. Yeah. Do one thing that makes you happy. Like for me, it was like, you know, starting to play guitar again. Cause like I stopped for a minute, starting to play guitar again, go do shit that you would never do. Yeah. Like once you're out of that super dark, dark point in your life, like go do things that you want to do and you would never do in the first place. Like stuff that you would be too anxious to do before, obviously mm. within reason, like, yeah. you know, you want to make smart choices, but like go embrace yourself, like embrace all the different parts of you. And like, you know, really like hone down, see who you are. Cause we're not, I feel like everything's a spectrum, right? Like it's not black and white. Like you're, there's a gray area to everything. So mm. like you can feel, you can like genres of music, for example. Yeah. So simple. So random, but like say, you know, there's country music, there's indie music, there's rap. There's the oldies. Mm -hmm. You can like all of those, right? Yeah. Go to a concert of every genre of music that you like to like to listen to. Yeah. You don't have to like be, oh, I only want to go see this person in concert. Like I only want to listen to this genre of music. Like just open your mind to stuff, read different books, like yeah. listen to different music. Yeah. I feel like we always get in that depressive state when we're not doing anything. We're just like, right. oh, this is life. Right. This like is, this where is I'm how at. it's going to be. Yeah. You, know, you don't open up your mind and experience new things. Experience right. is, is everything. For sure. That's that's where you expand your mind. That's where you get creative. That's where that's where life happens. For sure. That's where, yeah. that's where you get truly present. Yeah, definitely. That's where you feel most alive. Um, if someone wanted to like reach out to you, um, so, something that you said, or they wanted to follow your, your story, your, uh, your social media, where mm -hmm. can they find you? Uh, Instagram. That's like really the only. What's your Instagram? Olivia Stanek, O L I V I A S T A N E K. Awesome. Is there anything else on your mind that you want to talk about? I think that's it. Just thank you for having me on. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah, no, it's been awesome. You did a great job. And, uh, thank you. Yeah, it was a privilege to have you on. Thank you. Cool. Awesome. Take care, guys. <laughs>